Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka 5 Minute Major, and welcome to HV Pucks Presents Where Are They Now? Sponsored by Peck Skate Shop, located at 31 Lake Street in White Plains. Pex has been meeting all of your hockey, figure, and inline skating needs since 1936. Give them a call today at 914 949 0579 or visit them online anytime at www.pexskateshop.com. And by now, you know that one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. I recently had the opportunity to chat with Nick Modica. Nick is a former Suffern Mountie. Uh, He played two years of uh, junior hockey for the Hitmen after graduating Suffern High School, and he's now a junior uh, for the Cortland Red Dragons. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I am pleased to be joined by Nick Modica. Uh, Nick is a former uh, Suffern Mountie, and uh, he's now killing it up uh, at Cortland at my my father's alma mater, I should say for the red dragons nick how's it going buddy yeah really good thanks for having me i appreciate it oh it's my pleasure it's my pleasure i love you know seeing you and all the other kids i work with at the middle school growing up graduating and then pursuing your dreams at the next level i mean this is that's one of the reasons really why i got into this podcast so thank you for taking the time out can you talk to us a little bit about your journey hockey wise since you graduated suffering yeah, absolutely. I mean, I haven't had, uh, I know a couple of guys on here have had uh, some stories and stuff of different places they've been, but I pretty much stayed home after high school and played two years of juniors with the New Jersey Hitmen and then was lucky enough to uh, accept an offer to go play at Cortland. Okay. I mean, but that was obviously part of the plan. I mean, you didn't go away right after school. You wanted to play and see if you could maybe get a sniff or get a better opportunity, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Whether it was staying home with the Hitmen or maybe pursuing something else, another junior league, but uh, taking some time before college was definitely uh, my plan. Right, and I think it's important for everybody to know that, and, and I interviewed a kid, his name is Sam Whitehouse. He's playing Junior A up in Nova Scotia, and he said that his path is not for everybody, just like your path isn't for everybody. So what Nick Modique is doing doesn't mean Johnny Jones has to do that too, but this is what works for you. So, you know, I think, and again, it sounds like you're you're happy up there at, at Cortland. At least I can tell by the pictures and what I see online. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a couple funny ones, but... Yeah, like you said, I mean, uh, the hockey world is just so crazy, and it may be different than any other sport where you take a lot of time off between high school and college. I don't think there's necessarily a, a correct path, but um, definitely a lot of different ways to get to where you want to be. Well said, well said. Now, this is going to sound like a silly question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Biggest difference between playing high school compared to playing where you are now at the college level? I think maybe I have a different outlook because I'm a goalie, but definitely, uh, I've heard on here before, uh, the pace is way different. I mean, it's just night and day how quickly not not even players are but how quickly plays uh kind of transition and another thing I, i'd like to touch on is definitely in high school you have uh, a team where maybe you have a good line or you know a couple of good players but i mean in college now it's everybody's a good player whether 
you know, it's their fourth line or first line. Everyone's fast. Everyone's big. So uh, I think the difference is just playing like a 60-minute game where everyone on the ice is a threat in uh, any given position. Yeah, and you know, I have heard that. And the other thing which you may want to speak about as far as, you know, the high school piece, you've got friends, you've got family, you've got classmates. I mean, again, I don't care where I am. When I hear Crazy Train, I'm instantly brought back to like the late 80s at Sportorama, you know, because that reminds me of just like, you know, back when I was in high school at the rink. Yeah, it's funny. Sometimes it'll come on uh, in between intermission or well, we have an away game. I don't think it's on our home playlist, but I've heard it a, a couple of different away binds this year. It always gives me a little bit of a chuckle and uh, something I definitely enjoy. Gets maybe a little bit of fire in that belly to go back out and, and win it for the boys. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, thoughts on your team's season so far? Uh, we've had a pretty okay start, I think, which uh, it's not the best to say, but um, I think we have uh, a chance here to make playoffs for the first time and quite a bit for Cortland. So I think uh, as long as we come back for the second half, we're only, I want to say, one spot out of playoffs right now. So kind of just got to bear down here and uh, hopefully catch some juice in the second half of the year. Right. You got to go back to the old adage, you know, one game at a time, you know, like one period, at, one shift at a time, one period at a time, one game at a time. Don't look too far ahead. Um What's the and we kind of I kind of touched on this, but I don't want to answer for you, of course. What's one thing you miss the most about playing high school hockey? I think uh, yeah, it's, you get pretty lucky to play high school hockey in a place like Suffering, like the community, uh, the school, and everyone around is, is really such a big part of hockey. And maybe don't have that quite a bit at Cortland, uh, the following that we had in Suffering. So yeah, I just miss those you know, packed uh, house Friday nights and the, the community here in Suffern is like nothing else. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I've, I've spoken to other, because my, my show kind of covers the entire Hudson Valley. So one of the questions I'll ask, regardless of whether you're playing in Pelham, Mamaronek, doesn't matter, your Brewster team, you know, what's the toughest rink to play in? And nine times out of 10, they say Sportorama because the way the rink is configured, those fans are right on top of you. And if it's a playoff game, as you know, Nick, I mean, there's people sitting, there's people standing, there's people around the glass. Like they're just, it's a fishbowl. They're just on you. So I don't think there's any other rink locally that's as loud or as passionate as Sportorama. I will tell you this, sometimes the Brewster fans, if they're, it's a real heated rivalry, like Mayapak, let's say Greeley, that was a pretty intense, uh, pretty intense atmosphere too. But uh, there's nothing like Sporto in my opinion. Oh my God, I could only imagine. It, it wasn't redone when I played there, so I could only imagine. I mean, it's, it's a place you love to play at if you if you play for soccer, but I could see how it's pretty easy to, to hate to have to go in there on a Friday night. Right. Listen, I don't know about redone. I mean, it's the same damn benches since I was in high school in like the late 80s. <laughs> I but... saw the new glass, so I figured yes. something was done. Listen, and nothing is worse. I don't know if you ever played there, Nick. Nothing is worse than the glass at Westchester Skate. Oh my goodness. I'm trying to like take video from the glass, and there's, there's, there's no clear spot everything is mocked up from the pucks it's ridiculous um, oh, but they do have a great snack bar um let me ask you a question and again with social media you you hopefully stay on top of this as much as you can because i know you're in college you're getting your education doing your thing but you know you've got suffering winning in 2012 you got Mamaronek in 2016 pelham in 2017 you had those scarsdale teams that made it all the way to the finals they didn't bring home the hardware last year it was uh, north rockland and john jay up there at the show what are your thoughts on the state of hockey in the Hudson Valley? I think it's unbelievable. It's definitely a growing. I, I still follow high school hockey probably even more than I did when I was in high school. I love following everything about uh, what the game has changed. I think in general, hockey is uh, growing around here for sure. So it's really fun to, to I kind of consider myself to be a part of that, that growing for sure. And it's really fun to see where the game is going now. I mean, there's 
rivalries popping up every year it seems like so it's a lot of fun to to follow i would absolutely agree excuse me and that's one of the reasons why i started this podcast you know i saw you know the team won in 2012 eight of those 11 seniors were my students the only kids that weren't were the were the three kids that came to suffer i want to say like sanchez scholler and there's one other name that's escaped me right now they came to suffer in high school after the middle school but eight of those 11 seniors are mine colca brenner adler the game you know and just to see those kids Go up to Utica in 2010, 2011, and then win it all in 2012. And then to see some of these other teams I mentioned, you know, bring home the hardware. To me, that just speaks to the, you know, the growth of the sport. Ed Witts, who's the head coach for Pelham, did a 21-team tournament over two weekends at the end of November, beginning of December. Out of the 21 teams, Nick, I want to say eight or nine of them were from Buffalo, which is unheard of. So, you know, they came down here to play in a tournament. It, you know, it wasn't playoffs. It wasn't regionals. They came down here to play the best of the best. So. Wow, that's crazy. I, I followed that on Twitter a little bit, but uh, yeah, it just goes to show usually uh, we're the guys that have to make the trip up there, but now uh, finally getting some recognition and getting those teams down here is uh, it's pretty special. Hopefully that'll continue to happen in the uh, coming years. Exactly, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but where are you getting all your news from about downstate hockey? Mm. <laughs> Listen, Trump, I, fo- I followed you. I think it's got to be since day one. I really uh, I really love the stuff that you put out. I kind of I wish that it was more prominent when I was in school. I mean, yeah. Gosh, we could have been on this podcast every week having a good time, but uh, you have uh, some really great stuff. That's yeah, an easy, quick way for me to get all the high school news, so definitely uh, you're my source for sure. Oh, I'm smiling from ear to ear right now that you said that. Shucks. You're making me, bl- <laughs> you're making me blush. Um, can you describe for us a typical day in your life now, Mr. College Man? Yeah, it's maybe um, a little bit different right now. We're, we're in winter break, so right. I gotta, actually got to go back to school on uh, – Saturday. So a normal day over winter break, we'll probably um, do a breakfast in the morning, do a morning skate, which would be a, like our power play, uh, something small like that, maybe like a 50-minute skate, uh, kind of go home and rest up, and then uh, we'll practice around 6.30. Usually we go for like two hours. That's our normal practice time, uh, even during school. And then uh, twice a week, we'll catch a workout after practice and kind of get your homework done if you have any homework and do the same thing the next morning. Right. Now, I don't want to get too into your personal life. Are you living in the dorms? Are you living in a hockey house? Like, what's the story? No, hockey house. I actually uh, was lucky enough to, to dorm with, uh, my, I mean, my best, he's been my best friend since I've been at Cortland, my roommate. He's from Sweden. Oh, One nice. of our forwards. Um, try to help him out with schoolwork as much as I can, but we live uh, in a nice house off campus. It's a lot of fun. What's your, what's your roommate's name? I want to give him a shout out. Come on. <laughs> Doug Elkstam. He's uh, one of our most talented players. He's a really good guy. Uh, awesome family. You know, one of my best friends for sure. That's great. That's great. See, again, this sport has made so many connections for me. I can't even begin to describe it. And I never played. I don't know. You don't know this about me. I never played. I can't even skate. I just love the sport. I love everything about it. And uh, the fact that I have a, per- a personal connection to players like you just is the icing on the cake. Um, okay. You're up there at Cortland. So I'm going to ask you this. Is there one thing that you found while away, like a type of food or a restaurant that you cannot get back home in Suffren? And if so, what is it? I don't know if, yeah, if you've uh, taken a trip to Cortland, but there's not. we don't have much. Uh, I think it's maybe the other way around, like st- some stuff down here. Like we only have one like Monopoly bagel shop at school and the bagels aren't even close to what they are back here. So for all, just like simple stuff like that, like getting a good bagel is hard to come by. So I think I'm more miss stuff from home rather than enjoy things at school okay then let's jump ahead if we can nick bagel boys versus bagel train oh 
it's got to be Bagel Boys for sure. And I still I still go there every day. Ah. I'm like 23 years old. I'm still in that place every day. So <laughs> it's been a couple a uh, couple year runs for sure. Okay, uh, this, we're gonna agree to disagree. I am a Bagel Train fan, but I'm gonna tell you this: I have an intern right now. She lives in West Nyack, and she brought me she brought me Nyack hot bagels. And I don't know if something was going on down at Bagel Train that day, but I brought in a plane, a poppy, a sesame. She brought in a plane, a poppy, a sesame. We cut them up, and we did a bagel off in my office. We didn't tell anybody which one was which. And nine times out of ten, like the Pepsi Challenge, they picked Nyack Hot Bagels. So I think you- I think Nyack is a different conversation. I I, uh, I actually work in Nanuet, so some, every now and again we get some Nyack Bagels. They're they're uh, they're the real deal for yeah, sure. They have yeah. some good stuff over there. You know it. You know it's uh, it says something when a suffering student gets me a Nyack Hot Bagels gift card for Christmas, which I did get. Uh, Shout out to Marlo Anderman, by the way, for that gift card. It was very nice of you. Um, Okay, let's get serious again. What's the best piece of advice you've received regarding playing hockey post high school? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, definitely received a lot of advice through uh, I, the Hitman's an unbelievable organization. A lot of coaches over there that, that I've got to know, and I've played there since I was uh, 15 years old until I was basically 21. So I'd say the best piece of advice I was given is kind of like what we touched on. Like, There's a lot of different paths and a lot of different things that are going to happen in your hockey journey. Some are going to be great and some are, you know, you might look at them negative, but I think just following, um, you know, just following whatever path you think is right is the way to go. I think no matter how, like, uh, if you're talented enough, you'll get found. So I think it's important to kind of just uh, go with your gut feeling on some things and take it day by day. I think that's great advice. So let's do some rapid fire. We already did the Bagel Boys Bagel Train, and I think it's great that you are familiar with Nyack Hot Bagels. So let's do this. We are at Sutter's, okay? Or maybe we're at a place in Cortland that has good wings, if such a place exists. Are you a fan of the drumsticks or the flats? Flats, definitely. Yeah, I agree. You know what? I was all about the drumsticks for a while. As a matter of fact, I want to say Chili's used to have an appetizer where you could just get the drumsticks. But now it's all about the flats. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. First of all, I had 102 Sutter's Wings when I was in high school, but that's neither here nor there. Um, If you go to Buffalo Wild Wings, you can order just flats. You got to tell the server and you got to pay a few bucks extra, but you can just get the flats. Oh, I was actually going to say that uh, Ch- Chili's must have had everyone sending them the drumsticks. No one likes to eat them. So right. no, no wonder they had the appetizer. So, yeah. So, all right. We're on the same page with respect to that. Uh, favorite pizza topping? Ooh, uh, buffalo chicken. Mm. And you know, it's funny. Like, that's something that never would have crossed my mind when I was your age. You know, like nowadays you walk in, everybody's got a buffalo chicken, a bacon ranch. You know, those are like some of the standard toppings as opposed to like pepperoni sausage, whatever. Dunkin' versus Starbucks. Dunkin'. Okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I lean more towards Dunkin', but then when I go to the state final four, I drink me some Tim Hortons, man. I can't get oh, enough of God. that. We have, uh, we don't have one too close to school, but I, I love Timmy's. Every time we make a buffalo trip with the boys, we stop at Timmy's. So yeah. I definitely like that. I, I think I'd prefer Timmy's if we had one down here. Yeah, I actually I would go as far as to say that too. I get the little K cups, and we just got a new Keurig, so that is kind of the experience. But again, I think Tim Hortons all the way. Okay, most embarrassing song on your playlist right now? Ooh, 
I've had this for a while. I've always been a fan of Taylor Swift. I, I, I love her stuff. So okay. I listen to a couple of these I probably wouldn't tell uh, tell most of the guys about. But yeah, it's probably, probably got to be one of her songs. Definitely. Right. Full disclosure, I've got some Kesha on my playlist. I've got some Britney Spears on my playlist. I'm not too proud of that. But, you know. When I'm driving home from the rink and, you know, maybe I'm, I'm getting a little tired. It's been a long day. I got to put on a little Kesha, get me, get me going. Um, most embarrassing on ice moment. And that's, this could be from your suffering days, your hitmen days, your red dragons days. Go ahead. Oh, goodness. Uh, I think <laughs> luckily I didn't, I don't think I had a bad enough suffering one to remember, which, which is always good. But sure. I actually, uh, used to play for the youth devils back in the day. We were out in, uh, Montclair playing a game. And some guy shot the puck. Uh, I, I mean, a uh, kid. I must have been uh, maybe eight years old. From I was further than the far blue line, <laughs> right in the back of the net. Oof. Uh, uh, definitely wasn't a fun time. I actually almost had one this year. I was going to play the puck behind the net. Sometimes I like to think I'm a forward and sauce one right across uh, across the crease, across the slot, and right to their team. But luckily enough, I was uh, able to get back in the net quick enough. But Usually a goalie puck handling 101. You don't want to play the puck in front of your net. Yeah, aye, aye, aye. Um, just take a look at Henrik Lundqvist, and that's a stark reminder of not being able to handle the puck. And I'm a Ranger yeah. fan. I'm a Ranger fan. Um, <laughs> let's say you actually score a goal, a la Ron Hextall. Do you have a Selly in mind? Oh, my goodness. I think I would shed all of my gear like a yard sale. I'd do something crazy. I, <laughs> I couldn't imagine, honestly. It'd be one of those times where emotions take over and just hope that you don't do anything uh, <laughs> dumb enough to get yourself suspended. And your announcers <laughs> would be like, Nick Modica's lost his mind. He's taking everything oh off. Unbelievable. Over <laughs> that would definitely make uh, Booches not top 10. Um, yeah. Favorite professional team? That's a good one. I kind of have. It's not. It's not fair. One of my one of my best friends, his brother, played for the Leafs for for quite a bit, so it was easy to kind of hop on on that bandwagon. Yeah, and we got sure. a lot of young guys. And gotcha. Obviously, this year when they're looking really good, he gets uh, traded back to uh, or sorry, signed back in um, Philadelphia. So I guess more forced, but yeah, go Flyers for the year. Who's the guy? Uh, Van Riemsdyk. Oh Brent, sure, Brent Van Riemsdyk, his younger brother. Yeah, we played together since. Gosh, I was 11 or 12 years old. He's been, uh, I'd consider my childhood best friend for sure. So uh, kind of tough to see him leave the Leafs, but turn it over to the orange and black for now. I uh, I went down last year and watched St. John Vianney take on CBA at that Navesink Country Club. And I want to say they did one of those winter classics. I want to say it was the one in 2012 when the Rangers played the Flyers and they showed those the guys, you know, Van Rienstijk and everybody playing like Christmas Day or maybe Thanksgiving. I don't remember what the day was, but they played on that rink. It's pretty impressive. Oh, I, I was uh, I was in the net there. I was the goalie on oh, the, get out uh, of town. On the camera. Yeah, wow. it was Christmas Eve. Jeez, and you were on all right, and guess what? We have another thing in common, Nick. I was also on 24/7 when the Leafs played the Red Wings at the Big House. I was in New York with my buddies, and my buddy had got us seats right behind the Leafs bench, and the the penalty box was all mic'd up and cameraed up, and it went to a shootout. And when Nazem Kadri was waiting for his turn to you know go down to the ice, they panned you know to the Leafs bench, and you could see me for like a millisecond. So I froze that, screenshotted it, and put it out for everyone to see. I think oh, absolutely, you, you, we're both movie stars. Who knew that? See that? See that? And. Uh, Okay, one more thing, and you really touched on this earlier, and I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today. For those players who are listening, is there anything else you can tell them about life after high school in terms of playing hockey is concerned? I think um, 
man, the most important thing, uh, it, it gets pretty serious pretty quick. You know, and in high school, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, you're with your, your best buddies and, and, uh, for the most part down here, like every community is really behind you in, in school, all your teachers and stuff like that. And it's kind of, um, you know, a little bit of a culture shock and culture change once you, uh, kind of turn it over to that business aspect of things. Like everyone says it, but you never really think that, you know, junior hockey and college really is a business. So, uh, it gets a lot more serious. You, you're starting to, to fight to play in the lineup. And, you know, every year, especially at college now, and you're, they're bringing in guys uh, that are younger than you and faster than you, and you got to kind of figure it out. So I think some advice there is just kind of always uh, have in the back of your mind that someone else is out there working harder, just as hard as you, and kind of keep that going. you got to get better every day. Hmm. Words to live by. And while they might be younger and maybe a better puck handler, there's nobody better looking. All right. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, Nick, this has been an absolute pleasure. Please tell Joe and Danielle and your dad that I say hello. I haven't seen them in forever. Although, like I said, I'm going to call Rampo PD and see if I can get Danielle to come over to the middle school for some kind of emergency. (laughs) You got to get a PBA card from her or something. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's (laughs) And I see your dad at the rink uh, every now and then when I go to the suffering game. So anyway, I've been chatting with Nick Modica. Nick is a uh, suffering grad. He also played uh, a couple years for the Hitmen after high school and now has found his way up to Cortland where he is in the net. Number 33. Nick Modica for the Cortland Red Dragons. And uh, this has been HV Pucks. Where are they now? Nick, thanks so much. Safe travels back to school. I hope 2019 is good to you, your family, and certainly your teammates. I hope you make the playoffs. And uh, it was great catching up with you. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, you know, give me a call anytime. I'd love to chat anything off you with you. I would love to get you back on at any time whenever you're free. You always have a home here, man. Awesome. Sounds good, man. All right. Take care. See ya. Uh, hello there, uh, this is, uh, Happy Gilmore, and, uh, you're listening to the HV Pucks Podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Now back to the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode of HV Pucks Presents, Where Are They Now? And if you are a former high school hockey player from the Hudson Valley and would like to be on the show please tweet me at TravJack71. You can also find me on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major. This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink.